And welcome to another edition of On The Board Sports. I'm your host, Sean Thomas, a.k.a. Sean T., joined by my main man, Will Chirucci, a.k.a. Will C. How are you doing, sir? Doing excellent for fine Labor Day weekend, sir. Awesome to see you back after a little technical difficulties <laughs> via cell phone. In Orlando, Florida. Shout out to the people down south. Uh, they treated me well, except for the service. I listen to the show, Will, and uh, I do have, yeah, it, it, I yeah. can hear the... Uh, you can hear the breakups the and everything like the, that. The, right, but um, I'm here in flesh, in yeah. bone. Without a doubt, and, and I can hear you perfectly now. Yeah. <laughs> perfectly, without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah, definitely, um, you know, well, we, we got a big show plan, man. We got a huge show plan. Absolutely. Today. One thing before before we go on to yeah, our, yeah, big, yeah, yeah. our show, I just want to give a quick shout out to all the people, the hard-making, working men and women throughout the country all the blue collar workers and why we have this day and this weekend known as Labor Day weekend, all the labor leaders, everybody like that. I'm a labor man myself, I'm a hardworking electrician. So, you know, just got to do whatever we got to do in order to make this city and this country and this world uh, vibe and go out there and produce and work and try to make fair wages for everybody and everything like that. So, you know, shout out to all the hardworking men and women across the country and across the world. So everybody's doing their part and nobody really takes the time out. But we're taking the time out right now on On The Board Sports to thank each and every one of you out there, not only listening, but going out there and working. So happy Labor Day to everybody out there. You guys are awesome with a capital A. And Sean, I know you're a hardworking man yourself. You keep on doing your thing. And I keep on doing my thing, and so is our producer Mike over here. So everybody does a thing. Well, very well said. Well, and you know the we cannot operate without people like you, Will. Without the people like you know people that you know fix lights and fix gas and fix power. Like the world needs guys like you, Will. So definitely thank thank you, Will, and thank, thank you, know, you the unions and the laborers and everybody. Right, you know what I'm saying like right. this weekend is for you. Mm-hmm. So definitely thank you on that. Well, we also know hardworking people like you are fans of sports teams. Correct. And uh, we know most of the world likes just a franchise that's won 27, uh, um, you know, rings. rings. You know, no, nobody really, you know, cares about them. You know, just, you know, eh. just a little eh. 27 times, yeah, you know. That's all right. Of course, we're talking about the Yankees here, Will, and, right. uh, you know, big win uh, yesterday um, down one zip. And then, of course, baby bomber, Glaber. Comes up, two run shot. Glaber good. Glaber good. Definitely playing well. Well, um, so um, start with baseball now. Well, um, the Yankees, right? Going for the win today. Big win. Uh, yesterday, Friday night was a bad loss. That was a Friday they won. I'm sorry, y'all. Um, uh, Thursday. Thursday was a bad loss. That was just a real bad loss. Friday they came back. Um, one yesterday they won. Going to take three out of four. Will. I'll open the table to you being the resident Yankee fan. Well, what's your thoughts about the week that they had and your thoughts about the week that's coming up? Because they got to travel to Oakland. Uh, they got to travel to Oakland. They got to go to Seattle. And then they got to go to Minnesota right, right after that. But right, we'll talk about right now. And my goodness, you know, Detroit, what an unbelievable what an unbelievable team. And I say this in a, in a, in a fact where, you know, the Yankees – they play up to the level of the competition. And for a team like Detroit, this is their time. This is their championship moment right here to go up against the New York Yankees. Now, obviously, Friday night and Saturday night, they won, the Yankees did. But they were getting 
shut out through the first six innings by Jordan Zimmerman, and then yesterday by Mr. Norris. He pitched himself a pretty good pretty game good, too yep, yep. for about four and a third innings, and then they wound up uh, they wound up coming back and winning the game. But this is this is a telltale sign right here because they got no hit. Like I said, for for the first couple innings of both games, and then they wound up coming back and they 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 did what they did their thing. They wound up hitting with the long ball. They got guys on base. And Aaron Boone sparked the uh, sparked the rally on Friday with his Lou Pinella esque uh, tirade with regards to the strike zone that the umpire had out there. So serving a suspension, serving a suspension today on Sunday. So it's just absolutely crazy what's been going on up in the Bronx. But hey, the the main thing is that the Yankees wound up winning uh, their last two games. The one thing that I really like and. The fact that Brian Cashman went out and he made the moves to go out and get Andrew McCutcheon, starting right fielder for the Yankees. He played yesterday. He had himself a you know a little bit of a rough start, striking out a couple of times, getting hit by a pitch. And, uh, you know, Danny Echeverria, who's actually starting today, the former Tampa Bay, Miami, and Pittsburgh shortstop, mm-hmm. that he's a great defensive whiz when it comes to his glove. And he knows how to play that not, that shortstop role over there so uh you know it, it's just uh, kudos to him for making those moves but it's just one of those things like I said though it's for down the stretch and I can't see Didi coming back anytime soon you know even though he's been rehabbing Gary Sanchez has come back his first game was yesterday Aaron Judge I think they made the move for McCutcheon just for insurance purposes because they don't see, I don't think they see him uh coming back probably till the postseason because we all know Sean that when an injury happens, yeah, it takes three weeks to heal. But then there's also times in which the players got to get back into the group of things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it takes longer than three weeks mm-hmm. for a player to come back from a from a fractured wrist, nonetheless, from a fractured hand. Yeah. So it's just one of those things where if you're a Yankee fan, it's going to be a, a bumpy ride to the finish. But it's going to also be a fun one, to say the very least. So. And, well, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, when we spoke last week, we were talking about, you know, can they take care of business against the teams they're supposed to? Right. Chicago, they did that. Chicago, they took care of um, business. They wound up losing, I believe, one game, but every game was close. Right. You know what I mean? But this But they did take two out of three, which, against a bad team, that is a mandatory thing. Like, if you don't sweep them, cool, but you have to at least win a two out of three. Uh, which they did, and then if they do, um, you know, if they do win today, they will take three out of four. So you know, well, you know, it's did they take care of business this week? You know, to me, they it's it's kind of weird because Boston is still, I believe, what eight, seven, seven now. So it's kind of weird, well, because and I'm going to make a statement, but it's also a question to you. Okay, Dini's hurt. <laughs> Right. Judges hurt. Right. Guys are coming back, but they're still trying to get into the swing of things. Well, when do the Yankees, or if, when slash if, do they kind of be like, yo, you know what? Boston could take the East. I want to make sure my guys are healthy enough for that wild card game, which we're most likely going to host, and take my shots there. Because to me, the worst thing you want to do is rush guys back. Because, well, 
eight out, seven out, six out, it looks nice. And it gives you the insurance of the home games. But you don't want to do it at a cost. You, you, you don't want to do it at a cost where you rush Judge back. He swings and he hits the ball and he injures the hand. And now well, you don't have him right. for an extended period of time. Right. So if the Yankees were put in the situation where, where they had to either go for the division and bring guys back, maybe not at 100%, mm-hmm. or if they had to just be like, you know what, Boston – you guys have the East. We'll 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 host the wild card game and make sure that all of our guys are 100. percent Which way would you go? I think it's probably going to come down to the uh, the series against the Red Sox. Probably the first game after the one o'clock game on uh, Tuesday because that's probably going to be the telltale sign. And plus two, within two weeks, you don't know what's going to happen in two weeks. The Red Sox still have to play up against the resurgent Met team. They still got to play up against the Houston team. Can you say that one more time, Will? A resurgent Met team. Thank you, Will. Thank you. You know, Sean, <laughs> if you don't know by Thanks. now, Sean Thomas is a Met fan. Yes. So, And as <laughs> as bad as the season has looked, the Mets have been resurgent as of late. So, you know, shout out to all the Met fans out there as yep. well. But getting back to the Yankees, um, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, it's pro- if, if they lose two out of three against Boston during that series in, Sept- in September – in the middle of September at Yankee Stadium, then we'll find out. You know what? We're going to rest guys. We're gonna we're gonna take care of them. And also, too, Sean, they got to go up against like like we said at, at, during the opening. They got to go up against Oakland. They got to go up against Seattle. And Minnesota is probably going to be playing spoiler at that point in time. So there's a lot of uncertainty with regards to the Yankees trying to get the division and all that stuff too. So. This is this is why September baseball is fun to watch. You know? It is, and and we'll, we 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 have to you know keep in keep in mind September first yesterday, rosters they open up right. The decks man, I think you can right. now have instead of twenty five guys, you could have uh, forty guys. Right. So now this is why teams make these moves because now you have a month now to kind of bring up some kids, mm-hmm. make these wavered you know um, waiver deals right, and so now I'm saying so. You know, we shall see. You know, um, you know, I'm I'm not sure what the score is now, but you know, um, they are playing now, and well, this is a big week. This oh, is a big absolutely, because Oakland's Seattle's kind of uh, fading, which they kind of always do. Like <laughs> you know they always, they always have the team and everything right, like that, right? So you know, I mean, it's still gonna be tough. Weekend set all the way. The north, the the most northwest city in the United States, Seattle, or Washington, right? Really far from here, mm-hmm. like a six and like six hour flight. So, yeah. you know, what I'm saying so. Um, we shall see there, well, but um, you know, one thing that I did want to point out too, well, and I also want to, wanted to get your opinion mm-hmm. on this, mm-hmm. Chapman. Yes, he's hurt. Yes, I read somewhere. You know, they they're not expecting him back for you know a certain period of year. time here, right? I, so, I read that too. So they had. But Tansis trying to close the other night, and we saw what On happened Thursday, there. Where, right. Um, what's your thoughts about that? And you know, like, should they keep Batanzas in that role, or should they go with uh, this uh, is, someone else? This is a bullpen by committee right now. This is a bullpen by committee, and this is why Brian Cashman made the moves to For get Zach to get guys like Zach Britton. Even last year, getting a guy like uh, David Robertson, Tommy mm-hmm. Canley in, mm-hmm. because right now the bullpen is deep. No matter which way you look at it. Yeah, Chapman's the closer. I get that. I understand that. The lefty throwing 100 miles an hour, coming out of the pen for the final three outs. There's no other way around it, right? right. But at that same point in time, you kind of almost got to feel you got to have an insurance plan to have 
these guys. Now, as far as I'm concerned, who should be the closer? I think a guy like a Dave Robertson should be the closer. He's been in there before. He's had experience in there before. He's got the stuff that moves. Same thing with Dylan Patances. It moves, but you see it. And he's used to his seventh and eighth inning role. Robertson closed in Chicago. Right. He closed a couple times here in New York. So I think it would be him right now. It's his job to lose. I think Zach Britton would be like the dark horse candidate to to close games down the stretch. But at that same point in time, he hasn't looked like the, the same Zach Britton down in Baltimore. He had a couple of games, too, where, yeah, he saved a lot of games down there in Baltimore, but he blew a couple of games as well. And that mm-hmm. and that goes with any any closer in, in Major League Baseball. You know, they'll have their ups and downs, but, you know, it's, it's a matter of consistency and having that mindset, okay, here are the three outs. You got to go out there and do what you got to do, and that's it. I think David Robertson's the closer for this team, but it's also a bullpen by committee. So that's that's my hot take on it. So you know, I would go with um, Robertson too. I think you know he's been there before with this team, uh, doing those games. You know what I'm saying, and and it comes down to a fact of where you know Brandis has looked good. You know what I'm saying, and chances. Right, a Britain, Britain uh, and Batances, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying, and it's one of those things where, you know, a guy that's struggling. You, I mean, as great as the Yankees' record is, they still got to win. Like oh, they yeah. still got to like win these games because, oh, yeah. you know, we've seen o- Oakland get hot. Houston, Houston's kind of um struggling. Um, the Angels have beaten them um um a Friday night, Saturday night, so. You know, but, you know, well, like we said, September baseball, it's the best month of the year. You never know what um, yeah, what could what could take place. So, mm-hmm. Robertson, I would go with him. If he struggles, Britain, I would go with him. If he struggles, then I would go back to Batanzas as as like a last case, you know, you know guy. Just because, a setup. He's just a setup guy. Right. You know, I, I love the stuff that he has. You the know, slurf. this yes. the the breaking ball that he's had over the years the fastball he could throw over 100 right. and you know his height and his you know from a batter's perspective he's six eight yeah but <laughs> with the mound coming up he looks like he's seven foot right. and he's throwing darts throwing, like he's crazy down, right yeah 100 miles per hour downward yeah so it's it's tough it's tough to that's a lot of a lot of people don't understand with baseball like these guys are pitching off a mound coming down and you only have four tenths of a second to really react to a pitch, you know what I mean. So it's it's really tough to that's say the why, very least. That's why you got the greats. You know what I'm saying. So, that's it. Um, well, another uh, Yankee question that I had um, for you all is: Shoot. so the totality of the season, obviously, it's you know, I don't think nobody ex- expected Boston to be this hot. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, we we knew that their roster was good, but we didn't know about Cora and his managing. You know, he's. You know, he's done uh, right. really, really well, well, mm-hmm. you know. Um, one thing that I wanted to ask you well was, in terms of them playing and, you know, them, you know, you know, um, being, as, being as successful as they've been, mm-hmm. they've made some moves for the McCutcheons. They've made some moves for the Danny Hedge of Aria. Mm-hmm. I think you, I got that right. You did. Well, in in a division race and in a race as they're in, you know, like I said, you know, you do expand the roster from twenty five guys right. to forty guys. So you're going right. to call up some younger guys. Well, do you think they should go with the veteran team 
and the vets, the guys who's been here all season long, and the guys that they just brought in? Or do you think they could afford to maybe play some of these young guys who haven't been here all like, year, who haven't been in these situ- like situations? If Sheffield is up, right. let's just say that he um, comes up, mm-hmm. would you put him in a situation knowing that you have other guys? Right. So I guess my a question is, could they afford to play some of these young guys if and when they do bring them up, or do they stay with the vets that they have now? I think I think Aaron Boone's going to have a lot to to deal with this, um, and he's done a good job so far throughout the year. Um, as far as the roster goes, and you never know, they could be playing on the road for the wild card game. They could be winning the division. Right. You, you just don't know. My thing is. With with what you just said right now, I think it's going to be a bunch of veterans at this point. Now, I remember 10 years ago in 2008, to just veer off for a second here, yeah. in 2008 when the Rays made it to the to the World Series and they won the, uh, the AL East and everything like that, they had a young guy in Evan Longoria played absolutely phenomenal. They called up David Price, number one overall pick. And he wound up coming in and shutting the door in Game 7 of the 2008 ALCS at the Trot against Boston. And they wound up going to the World Series. And he was a huge, one of the, one of the bigger parts as to why the Rays made it to the World Series. Okay. Now, with that being said, a guy like Justice Sheffield comes in, lefty, young, hasn't really made it to the big leagues yet. He could probably get the call up soon, maybe, you know, down the stretch. I said the same thing as well yesterday with Chapman going down. Bring up Justice Sheffield. See the kind of energy that he he could bring. I'm making the comparison to David Price in 2008. And even, you know, uh, why not bring him up? You know what I mean? Yeah, I heard stories that him going to the bullpen down down in uh, in the minors, he didn't do so hot. And maybe that's why he's not up here right now. But, you know, it kind of correlates. You know, maybe they could add some energy and some of that, you know, that youth. Because remember, yeah. youth and speed and down the stretch, it can't be beat. It cannot be beat, mm-hmm. you know. So, and the Yankees have that talent down there. But they're going to go, I think they're going to go with their veterans uh, down the stretch. Guys like Robertson, Batances, uh, Chad Green, Jonathan Holder's been having a good year so far. Tommy Canley, you know, Zach Britton throughout the bullpen. Sonny Gray coming out of the bullpen, and, perhaps. Right. You know, a roster, too, in terms of like the position. Even guys. the position players, too. I think, personally, they're going to have their vets. Guys like Neil Walker, uh, possibly a Danny Hatcheveria backing up Didi Gregorius. Because, again, we don't know if Didi Gregorius is going to come back soon, right. too. You know, so he's there as an insurance piece. Glaber Torres has been playing great. Miguel Andujar has been playing great. You know, you could spot. You could spot Glaber Torres at third base. You could spot him at shortstop. You could spot him at second base. You know, that and the Yankees, too, they have the positions covered. This is a great problem for Aaron Boone to have. So... It's a great problem, but it's also a problem that he has to figure out and figure out fast. Oh, he'll figure it out fast. <laughs> like he he to, will. He has to figure it out fast. He'll figure it out fast. He's got. He's got the, the, the. Because the this trip could. Ma- this trip isn't going to make or break the year at all, but this trip will. It could either knock them out the race, or it could, or it could be. Listen, we won, what 
three, three nine. So we won seven out, out of nine. Right. Boston won seven out of nine. Holy smokes, we're uh, we're two games back. And then two. So right. four systems ahead. Yeah, know? like I said too, with with Oakland before. Oakland's on fire. Yeah, they lost fire. out. They lost out on Manea, and they lost out on Brett Anderson, I believe, for, on the ten on yeah. the ten day DL. Both both of which pitched great for the A's. But my point is, is that you know, like I said before, September. Anything can happen. Chris Davis, first player to 40 home runs, smack his 40 Chris home with run. a K. Chris with a K. Hit it uh, last night. So we shall see, Will. But, you know, I, but you know, as we said, we, the week ahead, three in Oakland, three in Seattle, three in Minnesota, all on the road, all on the road. So we shall see what happens with that, Will. Well, to get to my Mets, um, they've been playing well. Like, Will, I love the fact that you said resurgence. <laughs> it, 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 uh, it put a warm place, a warm spot, in your a heart. warm spot, right in my heart. Will mm-hmm. you know? Um, well, listen, a pitching staff, amazing. They've been on fire. Listen, whether Degrom is going to win the Cy Young or not, nobody knows. Nobody knows that. Do I think he should? He has the numbers, but I think a part of the Cy Young is also wins, man. And 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 the wins weren't there. The year that an RA won it with us. Yes, he had the numbers and this, that, but R.A. had about, I think he had like 16 wins. The Rum isn't going to get a chance to probably win 10. You know what I'm saying? So, right. So, you know, so, but he has historical numbers. Like, his whip is under .9. That is ridiculous. Right. Ridiculous. Right. But at the end of the day, if you, do, if you don't have the wins, I mean, the team's success, I think that's become less and less now. But the fact that, you know, you have these numbers here. Well, you know, it's, 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 you know, it'll be a shame. I mentioned, I mentioned it. It would be a shame if he didn't win, but also too, like I said before in 2012, when Felix Hernandez won, that's the same year that Ari Dickey won the Cy Young award. Right. Okay. In 2012, Felix Hernandez posted crazy numbers, but his win loss record was at 500. And what happened? He won a lot of people. He won the Cy Young. A lot of people looked at it and said, you know, oh, he didn't deserve it because of his win-loss. It doesn't matter about the win-loss record at the end of the day. But, well, true. That's true. But I feel like I just I just have a feeling that the big one, like, oh, well, it's the Mets and it's and, – and, and They could have said it in 2012 with R.A. Dickey. But, well, you couldn't because R.A. Dickey, I think, went like 16 and 8. Right. So he had the win-loss right. with the strikeouts, with the whip, with other things as well. With the, well, DeGrom could finish under 500, Well, And, yes, his whip is great and his strikeouts are great and his and ERA is like under 2. But if, he, but if, he, but if his win-loss is 10 and 12, right. I mean, it, that's hard. I mean, forget the under 2 and forget the whip. Bro, you're 10 and 12. You know what I'm saying? And even though they didn't give him runs, and that's the reason why, it's still like, you know. Sometimes we value wins and losses a little bit too much. Mm -hmm. The whole point of going out there and winning the Cy Young is what you do in a complete overall package, okay? Right. Guys like Aaron Nola, he's got a great team around him, right? But he he goes out there and he pitches great. Same thing with Max Scherzer. Scherzer's been pitching great, you know. Throughout his time in Washington, even his time in Detroit too, but that's besides the point. Okay, we get to te- we look at wins and losses too much. Sometimes throughout the game, yeah, there are points in time where 
the game could be won or lost on a walk or this, this, and that. You know what I mean? And at the plate for for some for some of these pitchers, you know, for for a guy like Ari Dickey not getting the run support that he's getting, you know, as long as the guy's going out there and he's basically twirling one run shutout one run games or shutout games and he wants to go out there and pitch, that shows that shows a lot in me. Of course. You know? But of course. at that same point in time, we tend to look at wins and losses too much. You know what I mean? Like Masahiro Tanaka, for example. The guy's on pace to probably win 17 games, but he's got a crazy, crazy earned run average. Severino, I believe, would be the leader in terms of winning it in the uh, right. But I'm talking about the t- American League, correct? But I'm also talking about right, Tanaka. Right, 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 right. I know. You know, I'm also talking about Tanaka. But he probably, but let's say they finish with the same amount of wins. Right. Severino's DRA is way less than his. So I, I get it, uh, what you're trying to say, Will, but um. Just to pause right right there, is just to go back to the um 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 Yankees will right is Severino the I don't want to say the favorite but in terms of winning the um Cy Young like is he your pick or is someone else he had a rough he had a rough June uh, not June rough July he did you know he did and you know he's but he still I, leads the he still the league he's wins. still he's still a sophomore. He's still going through his sophomore slump and everything right. like that. I get that and I understand that, but maybe a guy like, gee, uh, I'm, I'm trying to think of like who who's a good who's good AL pitchers right now. That's why I said he has to be the you know obviously favorite. obviously Chris Sale. Chris Sale. Chris right. Sale's been pitching great. I think it'll be between him and Sale. Like that that would that would be my maybe Manea from my, Oakland. His win loss isn't isn't. I mean, it's there, but right. I think it'll be between Severino and Sale because I think with those two guys, Garrett, you know, Garrett Cole, Garrett Cole, also one of those uh, Houston guys has to be at least on the list. Absolutely, uh, Verlander, McCullers, Cole, whoever. Charlie Morton has pitched well. Oh, of course, <laughs> the whole year. So, but well, um, back to the Mets now. Well, yeah, Wheeler has looked great. Matt's career high eleven Ks. Um, yesterday he's not. He's not even. Uh, a strikeout guy. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? So Mickey Calloway has come in. His team decisions haven't been the, the best. And obviously guys have gotten hurt. So, you know, that's not on him. But, Will, he's done an amazing job right. with the staff. Mm-hmm. DeGrom could win the Cy Young in, in, in his first year. Yeah. That shows him. That's great. Wheeler's pitch good. Syndergaard has come back. He's had some shaky times, but he's still Thor. Yeah. Throwing 100, 101. Yep. And Mats. So, well, you know, and it seems like they're trying Gazelman as the closer. It seems like, you know, uh, he picked up a save uh, last night, uh, save number nine. So it seems like he's going to get the closer reps for the yeah. end of the year, mm-hmm. see how he does it there. Well, so, well, I'm excited for, to have those four guys, the Grom, Wheeler, Syndergaard, Mats, next season. Whoever we have at number five, we have uh, at number five. Right. Well, I'm excited because we're pitching well. And we'll... I think it also shows that the team doesn't quit. The team doesn't quit. No. You know, like, no. listen, they're 60 and 77. They could easily be like, oh, the season's over, which it is. Right. But they're still coming out. They're playing hard. They're, playing they're trying hard. to win games. And you know, these, these and guys these guys are professionals, though. Of course they're going to go out there and play hard to earn their money. You I know mean, that? I mean, not every team will, you know, because I feel like there's some teams that are like, all right, well, September – you can't go fast enough because I've been I've been swinging this bat since February. Remember, remember one thing: look at the Mets right now. Okay, look at the guys that are on that roster offensively. Besides, 
you just talked about the pitching staff. Look at the guys that are going out there one through nine. You got guys like Johannes Cespedes. Yeah, he's been hurt all year. Michael Conforto's been in the league now for three years. He's certified all-star at this point, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Jay Bruce, right? Right. Quality veteran. Med Rosario, young, up-and-coming shortstop. Up-and-coming. Okay, Jeff McNeil coming up, same thing. Uh, you know, Todd Frazier. Flavor Frazier. Yeah. Flavor Frazier. You know, am I missing out on any anybody? You know, from from that uh one the Nimmo, Brandon Nimmo, another guy. You know, he's been in, he's he's making a name for himself. As long as you have quality veterans that are leading, that are you know what, that are like a Todd Frazier, for example, guy's a good clubhouse guy and everything like that, and you have other pieces, you know, the team's gonna do okay. You know what I mean? The team's gonna be fine. Uh, teams like the White Sox, the Tigers, but those teams are young. Exactly my point. Yeah, they may be hungry, but they don't know. They don't know how, what it takes to win yet. Yeah, you got Ron Gottenheyer as your bench coach, one of your bench coaches over there in Detroit. Same thing in Chicago, too, with uh, Rick Renteria. Mm-hmm. But you know what? With the Mets, I think they'll be fine going down the stretch, and I think they'll they'll make a the couple The veterans are there, the so they're not going to allow the young guys to to um to just quit and, and, and slack. Exactly. So, I do get your point, but um, you know, it you know, it is good to, good to see, you know, what I'm saying so. Um, you know, um, we'll get into the end of year talk, you know, uh, later on. Absolutely, in terms of the match, but you know, um, it's good to see them winning. It's good to see them playing hard. Absolutely, so, absolutely, you know and they're in San Francisco right now. Right, they wound up they wound up winning yesterday. A West Coast trip, um, that we're on. So both the Yankees and Mets would be on the are on the West Coast now. Well, wouldn't it be crazy if the Cy Young Winners both came from New York teams. No, it wouldn't. It wouldn't. It wouldn't be shock me at all. It really wouldn't. It it wouldn't shock me, but that'd be kind of nice, man. It would be crazy though. That'd be kind of nice. I don't think that's ever happened. I don't think so too. You know, where two Cy Young, two Cy Young, two Cy Young award winners come from the same city. Same city. You know, the same city. We gotta look that up probably during the break, and then we'll mention Elias Sports Bureau. Call up me and Will right now. Three four seven five five nine zero nine four one. In case uh, anybody from Elias wants the call, so you know. Well, in terms of other baseball, anything else on the baseball mind? You yes, yes. NL West, NL West, and the NL Wild Card. We forgot Diamondbacks and Dodgers are tied now. Oh, absolutely. Camp with a bomb last night. Yeah. To. uh, I win that game, man. Yeah, especially. And now you have Colorado, you have Philadelphia, you have Milwaukee. Obviously, the Cubs looks like they're winning the division right the Braves now. Have, I mean, the, I'm sorry. The Cubs have definitely separated. Yeah, the and, and the Cardinals, too. Everybody, we're forgetting about the Cardinals. Matt Carpenter might be winning MVP this year. This guy, where, where? Yo, he's just been on fire. I mean, after June, he's been, he, he's had Torrid. a Giancarlo Stanton type of year. A Torrid number. You know, especially... And we all knew that he's a contact guy. Yeah, he started off cold, but really cold. Like, my goodness, man! You know what a what a way to end the year, especially if they make it to the postseason. When they came to play the Mets, I think it was Wheeler on the mound, and he struck out like three times on like ten, ten um, pitches. Yeah, and he just he just looked really bad. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, yo, like this isn't the carpenter that we know and love, man. But you know, well, I mean. It's a wild race, you know. Um, I, I know we had a thing where, you know, trying to figure out which division race was going to be the best one. I think it's the National League West. No, absolutely. I mean, I mean those absolutely. teams change who's in first place like every day. Absolutely. <laughs> and they still probably got to go up against each other and too. all four teams are in the race. 
I'm sorry. Well, three out of four teams are in the waste. The Padres, you know, the, the Padres, Padres are, are the Padres. The Padres, but for now, Rockies, Diamondbacks, and the Dodgers. Those teams, it's they who's in first place, like by the day. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and what's crazy about that is, you know, this this is a division, man. That's really been deep for the for almost the past like couple of years. Obviously, the Dodgers have been running that town. The Giants have been, you know, doing their thing, but. Right now, like I said, you know, Nolan Arenado's been playing a great third base. Uh, they just got back Matt Holiday. Mm-hmm. You know, that yeah, lineup in that, that at Coors Field is just, you know, absolutely unbelievable. The pitching staff that Bud Black has in front of him right now, you know, they've been playing pretty good, they've too. Pitching well, yeah. You know, they've been pitching good, too. The thing is John now— John Gray, he won uh, last night. Right. John Gray won, won last night, too. So, you know, and then you have the, the Diamondbacks, the same thing. They have a solid starting five. With Granky and Patrick Miller. Cor- Corbin Miller, you know it's it, one of the best names in sports. Zach Godley, Zach Godley too. Another one guy. of the best names in sports. Bro. Exactly, <laughs> you know. So and they have a great lineup over there too. You know, the the play out at Hitters Haven in the Chase One Ballpark. Am I saying that right? Chase yes, you are. Mm-hmm. There's so so many name changes again. Name changes. Stupid. Right. But, but whatever. It's right. good. But. Uh, you know, it, it's it's coming down the stretch, and especially in a wild card too. It's definitely coming down the stretch too. There's, well, there could be a ninety win team that doesn't make the a playoff. That's crazy. That is that. I mean, that is that is crazy. Remember, the Patriots had that year eleven to five, and they you in missed 08. out. Yeah, yeah, and and, and they didn't make it because right. the Dolphins, I think, went twelve and four. Like that's right. Some something. That's so. right. They they wound up. With Chad Pennington. Chad Pennington, right. So it's, yep. it's, it's, uh, well, um, my last, uh, baseball, uh, take is the West, the Wild Wild West. I mean, in both American League, National, uh, National League, both those West races are definitely, um, uh, crazy. We've seen the Braves now are, are starting to not, uh, pull away, but, you know, they're kind of, you know, starting to create some space now. And the Cubs have definitely done that too, started to create some space as well. So, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be interesting to see over the next um, a few weeks how these things go. And you know what's the funny part is, too? Nobody's talking about Cleveland either. Nobody's talking about Cleveland. They just got Josh, Josh Donaldson. Donaldson. <laughs> they just got Josh Donaldson. Which makes a whole lot of sense because Jose Ramirez and him play the same spot. But you can DH one and play one at third base. Right. Which I think to bring him in slowly, Donaldson would um, designate a hit. Get his bat up to speed, mm-hmm. and then they're going to win the um the central so, without central. doubt. So you could afford to rest Ramirez, but still keep his bat in the lineup, right? And play Donaldson at third base. That was a brilliant move. And you know, well, you're a hundred percent right. Cleveland is the forgotten team. We never we never talked about Cleveland either on this show, but they're forgotten because the because the central is so bad. I know, I know. <laughs> Royals stink. White Sox stink. Um, whoever other team is in that Twins stink. Yeah, you know what I'm saying so. So Detroit, right? So they're in the worst division, probably in sports. Right. I mean sports, mm-hmm. the American League, um, Central. But you know they're positioning themselves really, really nicely. Mm-hmm. They're probably. I mean, they're going to be. They're going to. I. I don't. I forgot who has the better record. If it's Houston or if it's them, I think it's Houston. It is Houston. Right. So the Red Sox are going to finish well. The Red Sox, Yankees, the winner, probably will have the best record. You want to know what's scary, bro? Just to get to you for a second over here with regards to records, mm-hmm. the Red Sox have the best record, right? Right. If the Red Sox and the Yankees play in the ALDS, 
My goodness. That would be a f- an absolutely shaking series. Because right, the with the with the rule of change, the 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 winner, the winner of the wild card plays a team in the in that league that right. had the best. Right. <laughs> so that ALDS would be crazy would for that, Red Sox and Yankees. Wouldn't that be something? Well, that would be. I mean, think about it. Right. Not six six games against the Yankees and the Red Sox in September, and then if the Yankees win the wild card, right, hypothetically speaking, or if the Yankees win the division. And they go out there, and the Red Sox wound up playing that one game playoff. My goodness, what is fi- epic five game series that would be? <laughs> well, I mean, it, you know, well, let's let's not even talk let, about that. Let, let's, leave, let's, leave, let's leave it. Let's leave it. Let's leave it there. Because we go so many ways about who could pitch in those games. So good, whatever. Absolutely. Right now, your division to wrap up baseball. Your division leaders are Red Sox in the AL East, Indians in the Central, Houston in the West. And in the National League, Braves in the East, Cubs in the Central, Dodgers slash Diamondbacks atop the West. And if the season ended today, the wildcard teams would be the Yankees and the A's in the American League. And in the National League, will get ready for this. Whoever isn't the winner of the West. So let's just take um, Diamondbacks here. And the Cardinals. That would be an epic one game play. The Cardinals epic one have a better play. record than the Phillies, the Brewers, and the Rockies. That's why I said a ninety win National League West team is gonna be Absolutely. Well, you can make a case two National League West teams, ninety win plus National League West teams could be at home. That is insane. And then we'll save this for another episode, but I think baseball might expand their ten game ten game play you know teams for the playoffs? I think they do. I mean, they, it's such a it's long season. To. to only have the three division winners and then just two teams. I mean, I mean yeah. you know, I feel like basketball has it right, you know, a one so through is, eight. So is hockey. Hockey has it right, one through eight. Even football, one through football six. Football one, at one through six. Baseball has to or something. You can't have a 95-win team at home. That Like, that's – Right. That's – wow. Like, that's crazy. I know. Because – I mean, and you could have a division-winning team with ten less wins, right? And look at look at those eight those eighties Yankees teams, right? They they had the best record all of the eighties, and yet they didn't make it to the postseason picture. Well, they did make it to the postseason; they, they made it to the World Series the World in eighty one. Yeah. But after that, they they didn't have anything, you know. So it's crazy to say the very least. But that's for another time, for another topic, another right. show. But uh, you know, Sean, that's our baseball for for this week. Not only is that baseball for this week, but that is baseball for season one. Yeah, season one is over. Season one is over with baseball. We still have our end of season one episode coming up. Well, dun 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 dun, yeah. dun, 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 dun. That's it. NFL season preview coming up, episode eighteen to end season one. Me and Will will pick division winners, Super Bowl matchup, Super Bowl winner. Coach of the Year, Rookies of the Year, and also we will have our picks for all 16 games coming up week one. So we, um, me and Will will go on a quick break, and when we come back, all NFL, NFL season, a preview on the board sports coming right back. <laughs> 